0: This is The Pick of the Bunch by Basic Bananas, where we share the pick of the bunch when it comes to marketing, business and people.
1: Hi, and welcome back. Today, I am joined by our co-founder in the US, Valerie. And Valerie is a little bit of a ninja when it comes to Instagram and using Instagram for business. So on today's call, we're going to look at how to get more followers and how to work with influencers and a few more strategies for business. Let's dive straight in. Hey, Val. Thank you so much for joining us today. Hey, happy to be here. <laughs> I always love talking to you. I mean, we're quite lucky we get to talk every week because you are running Basic Bananas USA and you are also a fountain of wisdom when it comes to all sorts of marketing strategies. But in particular, you've been working a lot on using Instagram for business owners and you've also just worked on our latest, our, one of our latest programs, which is an Instagram course for business owners, so I thought it would be really cool to share some of your insights here with our listeners on the radio show. So do you want to maybe start, Val, with why are you so into Instagram?
0: Well, I, I started getting into, into Instagram as a user around 2012. And it was pretty new and it felt kind of like the wild, wild west. And there was so much opportunity. And now that Instagram is recognizing that it's such a big tool for brands and brand awareness, and really, any size company can be successful on Instagram, which I think is really evening the playing field for a lot of small business owners. Um, but as Instagram is starting to take these people more seriously, they're actually incorporating a lot more tools and resources so that you can really measure your success and you can start to track um, how you're actually converting your followers into paying customers. Which, of course, you know is the point of any any marketing strategy. So I'm always wanting to look at the strategy behind that and how do we use Instagram as just kind of another touch point um, to build trust with our audience and to get them really excited about the things that we can offer to them. Um, and then personally, I just love that how visual it is. It's a, such a visual platform, and you know, you can. It's a great place to get inspiration, to connect with people in a native environment that doesn't feel so manufactured, or even used as much as something like, let's say, your email inbox.
1: Yeah, and absolutely, and I agree on that. And you also, you've obviously seen a lot of our members too that are using Instagram quite effectively, do you, do you want to share some of those stories? And then we might also look into some of the questions that you get asked a lot, like, you know, how do I get more followers? What is, how do I create really good content? And can I, how do you work with influencers, etc.? So should do you want to share a few maybe stories of how some of our members have used Instagram and the impact that it, the, that those strategies have had on their bottom line? Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, it's cool. At Basic Finance, we work with so many different
0: types of industries and I've seen people in very different industries be quite successful. So one of our Clever Bunch members um, out here in San Diego, They're an e commerce shop and their brand is called Dapper Boy. And they have already almost 30,000 followers and they're actually really utilizing the platform to showcase their new product offerings and get people really excited about buying it. So they even, you can just buy directly on Instagram. They have Instagram shops set up. So, when they create a post, they can actually tag the product or service, or sorry, specifically the product. So, the jeans or the t shirt or whatever they're selling. And someone can buy directly within Instagram without even having to leave the app. Um, so, that is phenomenal. And it's one of these tools that I'm noticing Instagram is just starting to stack more and more value for, for business owners. So, they actually sell their products directly on Instagram. You don't even have to go to their website necessarily. Um, if you are following them and you like something they posted, you can just buy it immediately. Um, and so that's like really phenomenal. They had some of their, their biggest days ever, their biggest months ever um, this past year in the Clever Bunch. And part of that success was really utilizing Instagram to showcase their products and obviously allow people to buy those products.
1: Yeah, and you definitely see more and more people. I mean, I see it even here with our team. Often they go on Instagram because they come in with like new things, you know, whether it's a product or, or something that they, that they found. And I'm like, where did you hear about this first, You know, the first time? And then they're like, oh, on Instagram. <laughs> and then if it's, a, if it's something that obviously is of, of interest to them, which generally it is because they're being targeted by these companies, then they just buy the product straight on the, on the Instagram shop. Yeah, it's super easy and it's becoming
0: more and more common for people to just go to Instagram to find the, the next thing that they want to buy, whether it be clothing or accessories or even like an online course. Um, mm-hmm. it's, as it's becoming more and more commonplace, I think we're going to start to see more consumers just go straight there rather than having to go to Google and type in and look through all of these things. Instagram really helps to curate those things specifically to what you're interested in.
1: Mm, amazing let's maybe now go into for a business owner that is using Instagram and maybe doesn't really know why it's not working for them or how they could leverage Instagram a bit better should we talk a little bit about what makes a good piece of content
0: yeah absolutely absolutely um and this is going to be true for most of the social media platforms that you're on they it's usually comprised of a photo or a video so the visual elements usually we call that the creative and then the copy so what are the words um the captions that you're using to capture your viewers attention and to get them excited to kind of read what exactly you're offering or even just take a second look at that at that image or video um and so obviously the the most important thing is going to be that creative because that's the thing that gets somebody to stop and stop scrolling and actually take a moment to take in what you're showing them um the the good news about that is that we are definitely moving away from like photos that feel super manufactured and i think people are really craving genuine authentic so you your photo doesn't have to be perfect. In fact, there's actually social media accounts that are dedicated to spotting Photoshop <laughs> in influencers and celebrities' images. So we're definitely starting to see people that uh, they just really want to see the real you, the behind the business. And I think that's why the shop does so well as well. You really see a lifestyle image rather than a catalog shot of a product. So you you can visualize how that might fit into your lifestyle. So it's really analyzing you know, how is it that the, your viewers or your followers want to be perceived and, and making sure that you're showing them how you can deliver on that for them with both the creative element, whether it be a photo or a video or the copy that you are writing.
1: Mm-hmm. And th- that's a good point. We actually see that here a lot too for Basic balance, and of course also our members, the Clever Bunch members is when we use very, you know, the, the word authentic is a bit overused, but it, it still is valid. But when we use very raw, sort of not polished content, even for videos. One of our latest videos is a little bit of a behind-the-scenes video where, you know, I, I don't look super <laughs> perfect. You know, my hair is not perfect. I'm not wearing a lot of makeup. It was just a little bit of uh, a video that just happened while I was here inviting people to a, a workshop. And because it's so a little bit raw and it's behind the scenes, it's not polished, my sentences don't come out perfectly, it's working really, really well.
0: Yeah, because it feels real and it feels like yourself and doesn't feel manufactured. I think, um, you know, especially with some of the celebrities and some influencers, sometimes the content feels overly manufactured and it does, we can sense that as a consumer.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So we have, so one piece of the content, as you mentioned, there's the, the creative, which is a photo or, or a video. What about the text? I know a lot of people struggle writing really good cop or copy as we would call it in marketing lingo. Do you have any tips around that? Yeah, I think it's just remembering to, to
0: think about what exactly you want the person to do after they read this part or how you what you want them to take away with and really focus on narrowing it down to that. So, so keeping the copy simple around one theme, um, providing value is a great way to build that trust. So if you have any tips, um, advice, just delivering on the problems that you're solving for them and making it really about them that tends to get more engagement and, and it gets people to read it to and to want to comment or to want to share as opposed to having it feel really salesy, almost like a commercial for your products or service.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. One, one of the businesses here that, that we have a partnership with is a uh, fitness business for moms specifically and one of our highest performing pieces of content on on Instagram and Facebook is one where we just talk about gratitude and how grateful that the owner is to get all this support from fellow moms and it's it is sharing that you can come and test out these studios without being salesy it's just it's a post on gratitude and then it has a link to the to the page where people can join the studio, and again, it's outperforming the ones that have text that is a little bit more on the salesy side. So, you know, sometimes just figuring out how can you just be real, and then people will come and check you out when they connect with that. And one other thing, actually, that we find here, and this is something that you you share too, that you talk a lot about too, is the use of emojis. You know, we live in this in this age now, in the new decade, where emojis are definitely very much used in text messages people when they write each other whatsapp or text or emails the use of emojis is still very dominant so using a lot of emojis we find in text on instagram or facebook works extremely well too yeah 100 percent. i think people a
0: it's something fun and kind of cheeky and that you can put into your text to really get across your brand personality which obviously when somebody's reading a block of text that can be challenging sometimes. So I think emojis definitely speak to that. And even even some of our members that are like, oh, I would never talk in emojis. Well, there probably are some emojis that you could utilize just to even break up big blocks of text and really to draw the reader's eye to exactly what you want them to read in the story that you're telling. So, yeah, I've even converted some of our Clever Bunch members. It's like, okay, maybe you're not using the winky face emoji, but a checkmark emoji or a bullet point just to help break up some of the text can be really, really awesome because you've got to just kind of work with the tools that you have on Instagram.
1: Yeah, exactly. Now, let's talk a little bit about how to get more followers. Obviously, that's always a a question that you would get asked a lot. Is but how do I get more followers? Do you want to share some strategies on that?
0: Yeah, well, this is definitely the number one question. And I always (laughs) hit back with, a, what do you, what are you hoping to get out of having more followers? Is it uh, sales conversions or is it beefing up your numbers to get the attention of a strategic partner? It's really making sure that the quality of the followers are there. Um, you know, there was a, a story going around last year about an influencer who had over 2 million followers. And you know, all of her posts would get around 40,000 likes. So people were definitely engaged when it came time to actually launch her product line. She wasn't able to even sell 36 pieces. Um, so just making sure that the quality of the followers is, is what you're looking at over a vanity number, you know, just like overall number of followers. So really understanding what your goal for that is, because you might attack that in a few different ways. Um, when I'm looking to convert for sales, I really want those, quality people following me and so I might invest a little bit more time Doing what I call proactive engagement, which is actively going to like maybe I print out a list of my top tier clients And I follow each one of them on Instagram and I comment and just start making that relationship with them a they're more likelier to follow my account and once we start interacting that means that people that follow them will also start to see my content on elements like the explore page. So if I if really wanted to convert for sales, I'm really trying to build relationships with my current client base or past clients or clients that I know have had a really successful go with me.
1: Mm, I think amazing. that's
0: one of the things that's easy that people can do it, and really strategic um, rather than spending your time following hundreds and hundreds of people just really target the people that make the most sense for your business and that's how you can get some organic growth
1: yeah and it obviously as you mentioned it starts with understanding who you want to engage with and who you want to attract it's not so much about how many people you have but you have the right people Precisely. And then if you're just trying to target, you know, maybe you're a new brand,
0: you don't have a ton of customers yet, you know, and you just want to start getting some brand awareness. um, That's where tools that Instagram provides, like utilizing hashtags and location tags, that can be really, really helpful in order to get your content in front of the right people. So really integrating those into your copywriting strategy, making sure that you're incorporating hashtags that your audience would follow and look at to see um, maybe potentially find someone like you that can be really helpful especially if you're a local business you want to make sure that you're targeting and using local hashtags because that's that's going to be more likely that instagram will want to show your post to other people in your demographic
1: yeah and now for for our listeners who maybe don't know what kind of hashtags they could or should be using for their business what what's a good tool for them to to go and take a look at which hashtags would work really well for their audiences? I actually love just using
0: Instagram itself. So if you go just to the um, search tab, which is the little magnifying glass and you put in a hashtag that is relative to your business, it could be, um, you know, let's say you're a swimwear company. It could be swimwear. Um, Instagram is already going to give you a ton of other hashtags that people are also posting when they use the swimwear post Um, so it's already going to start suggesting stuff to you and the cool thing is you can actually go in and follow these hashtags so now these images are going to start showing up in your feed um, that are popular and that are working really well under those hashtags
1: yeah yeah so it's really looking at what other hashtags are people using using maybe the most obvious hashtag that you already have and then figuring out whether those are the hashtags that the right people are using and following. Yeah, Exactly. And
0: you can do that by checking out, you know, what is the top content that's performing on, on this hashtag Um, and making sure that you have a nice blend of, you know, very popular ones to more specific ones like, you know, swim, something like swimwear, it's going to have millions of posts versus like, swimwear Los Angeles, because maybe that's where I'm based, that's going to have fewer.
1: So just making sure that you're incorporating a variety. Mm -hmm. And then also, of course, another strategy to drive sales and to get more followers too, which is quite largely used on Instagram is using or working with Instagram influencers. Do you have any thoughts on that? And how do you work with influencers? How do you approach them? Do you have any, any experiences that you could share here? Yeah,
0: so one awesome way, and we just did this in an organic way, so before I worked with Basic Bananas, I had an app development company, and one of the easiest ways to get on an influencer's radar for us was to repost some of their content, and and so within the Instagram app itself, just by posting their content and tagging them and letting them know how much you enjoyed you know, whatever they posted, maybe in our case, it was them using one of our apps and and the kind of edit that they would make with that. Um, That was a great way just to open a relationship and start a conversation piece with them. And sometimes we would invite them to do what we called artist interviews, and we would just ask them questions, right, in the Instagram direct message platform, and then do a whole week-long feature where we would feature a bunch of their posts and incorporate some of the questions that we ask them, like, what is your inspiration? What do you hope to achieve with your art? So we wanted to make it really uplifting and really focus on the creativity and, and really feature them. So thinking of how can we help them? Um, and then that was we were able to kind of forge relationships. And over time, we did stuff like Instagram takeovers where they would take over our page or we would take over their page. Um, You know, down to even them writing blog posts and reviews uh, for our apps that live outside of Instagram. So I find that the Instagram platform is a really great place to connect with influencers and for you to do a little bit of your homework and really see what are the types of content that they're posting, maybe what other brands are they affiliated with, so you can make sure that it's a win-win situation for both.
1: Hmm. And would you recommend paying for some of their pieces of content too if they talk about your product or service?
0: Generally, it's nice to just give them a trade, like to let them sample your products or service, especially to start. I I think that would depend on how many Mm -hmm. followers they actually have and, you know, how do they have experience working with a brand like yours in the past. And you could absolutely ask for a case study or a reference to speak to another brand and really make sure that it's a good fit. Um, because sometimes them posting doesn't necessarily mean you're going to make any sales from it. It might just be boosting your brand awareness. So you're going to want to be able to negotiate there and have really realistic expectations as far as what you might get out of that. So I would say it's a very case by case basis. And if you start working with smaller influencers, they call them Nano or micro influencers. These are people with anywhere from like a thousand to five thousand followers. Um, that's a great place to start dipping your toe into what it's going to be like to work with an influencer. And you can also do much lower offers as far as, you know, bartering or. You know, even if it is them making some content for you, there's a little bit more room for negotiation that way before you jump into the people that have millions of followers. Mm,
1: And again, it starts with figuring out who do you actually want to attract, what kind of audience, and then finding the influencers in that space that have those people following them. Yeah, absolutely.
0: And checking and looking at their social media posts and Mm. hey, you know, how many comments is this getting? Are are people enjoying what they're posting? Because more than just having your audience, you want to make sure that those people are actually engaged in what they're posting about, because otherwise they don't have as much influence (laughs) as they might think they have.
1: Yeah, absolutely. What are there any other questions that you get asked a lot that you would like to address? Or any Mm. other gold nuggets? Any other wisdom tips that you would love to share? We'll have you back for for more content too, but if there's anything else that you would love to share, please
0: feel free to. When you go first to set up your account, and, and it's I think it's a valuable thing to always make sure that your profile is representing you and your brand accurately. So that might mean updating your profile picture every once in a while, making sure that the copy that you have in your bio is, is relative to what's going on today. I think sometimes people set up their account and they forget to refresh that area. Um, so just making sure that you're checking in with that. Maybe it's once a quarter, um, just making sure that it's, you know, fresh and it's um, really spells out exactly what it is that you do, who you work with and what are the results that you get for them.
1: Yeah, exactly. And also with the bio on Instagram, something that we obviously do here too is we, constantly update the link depending on what we've got coming up and it's the same with a product or any service where you have maybe a new release coming out or you've been featured somewhere you just update that link and you you can say in your posts the link is in bio which seems to be working really well to drive traffic to
0: yeah, it's exactly. That's like a very common call to action that people will use. Mm-hmm. Um, and exactly, you want to make sure that that link is actually directing them to your latest and greatest of whatever mm-hmm. you're offering or whatever you're up to, because that's actually working as a lead generator for you.
1: Love it. So, In terms of latest and greatest, we will have you back for more latest and greatest because you're obviously on the ground working, getting your, your hands dirty with the latest and greatest marketing strategies (laughs) with our members in over in the U S and it's always such a pleasure to have you and to share your knowledge. We will also, for our listeners, we will also share the link to the Instagram course in the show notes and yeah, thank you so much again, Val for, for sharing. And the listeners, thank you so much for tuning in.
0: Awesome. Anytime. (laughs) To get more from Basic Bananas and to learn new ways to grow your business with clever marketing, visit basicbananas.com.